welcome to Queen's Dread. I am Sanjeet. I have Dhruv with me, and today we have two very special guests, uh, Filmstagram gurus, legends, <laughs> with us. Um, so we'll introduce them as their Instagram handle names, and then we'll introduce them by their names to the people who are here. Are Cinetastic and Sim for Cinema. Cinetastic being Yash and Itish being Sim for Cinema. Um, both of them have been. fairly active on quote unquote film instagram and uh, active in those meme circles of making memes around felinis or uh, the antoninis and everything that you know other um, people in italian also uh, yeah whatever i'm just just an example so yeah uh, would you yash and itish would you like to introduce yourselves hello 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 what up queen is that okay i have a legit question though आप दोनों से वट डू यू कॉल योर फैंस देखेंगे Yeah, uh, yeah, but no, nothing but as of now. I, we have yeah. you suggest we once we release our merch, then we. We'll... <laughs> yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay, I am Yash, and uh, I run a meme page. I do shit post, and I, I literally don't know anything about films. But okay, they very humble. Uh huh. Very humble. <laughs> yeah. But I am honored, though. I am honored. I'm really honored. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for calling me. I just joined social media again, like after like three, four years, right? So I don't know anything about this culture, they say. But like, if you shit post and all that, right, about movies which are like these, this important and all that, whatever in the film history and all that, like how do, how do you like watch them? Like, do you while watching them, do you think you are you you find like the memes and all you thinking about and everything, or is it like you watch it in one like proper way and then you guys think he. अरे अब इसमें से निकालते हैं कुछ आई यूज टू डू दिस बट अभी तो आई वॉच इट इन अ प्रॉपर वे फिर मीम्स की सोचते हैं तो बाद में बाद में सोचते हैं फिल्म Don't look, uh, don't look up. Don't look up is the new. Uh, well, you guys don't like it, I'm guessing, right? No, uh, no. For me, okay. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah. I But it's it. it's like very meta, no? Like you're like enraging about a film that enrages about social media in a sense. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, But the film just talks. Oh, it hmm? shouts. It didn't did anything <laughs> for me. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. I think we, uh, me and Dhruv also discussed in one of the episodes. Ke, like which the, got lost. One of the episodes that which got lost mm-hmm. <laughs> was uh, 
how it feels like sometimes it's like a boomer uncle making a movie about social media and don't look up in a yes, sense yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean but you can say anything to adam what is the topic today sanjeev yeah yeah bring uh yeah we are meandering so yeah so today's topic is somewhat personal i think in a sense uh, oh. that we are going to talk about what was it sure about <laughs> No, no, sure, doesn't like it is personal. I don't, but I, I mean, when no, our I mean, opinions not personal, we like you com- completely confess your love for RGV all the time. I am obsessed with Re- Terence Malick. Like, what else? What else is no, this but, podcast about? I mean, something to look forward to. RGV is not even in the list of the films oh, wow. that we're going to talk really? about. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, the coming back to the topic being uh, a yeah. slightly personal than before. Then I mean, it's always usually personal, and we have our opinions about. <laughs> whatever we talk about but this yeah. time it's more in terms of films that have actually impacted us in a sense that has that has like changed our perspective towards films and watching and somewhat in our personal lives of how we look at things maybe or maybe mm-hmm. not but yeah this is the thing that we're going to talk about so we'll all go one by one and talk um four films basically i mean we could have had any number but we just selected yeah, yeah. four Yeah. Yeah, this like four films that have sort of changed our ideas and we'll go with so we'll go with Yash first. Yeah. Okay. Let me Okay, I will start. Mm. First film I'm <laughs> it's uh, it's the most relatable film for any cinephile. I mm. it's a game changer for sure. Mm-hmm. It's 2001 A Space Odyssey. Uh, None other by Stanley Kubrick. Like Kubrick. So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, let me tell you, I hated it at first. Yeah. I despise it. <laughs> That's not Because, uncommon, though. That response. Yeah. I think yeah, a lot yeah. of people don't like it in the beginning. Because yeah. it totally rejected my notion of how a film should be made. Yeah. <clears throat> Because at that time, I was reading this science fields uh, screenwriting book, basically three act story structure. So, <clears throat> So I assume that I know all about films, and it's the only way uh, we should judge films. That's my only judging parameter for yeah. films. Mm-hmm. So, so that movie shatters my perspective. Mm-hmm. And uh, what, uh, how I came to love it was Roger Ebert's video, as, uh, Roger Ebert's essay on it. Mm-hmm. You know, he he wrote very beautifully about it. and mm. then i uh, contemplate on it and i thought yeah this is really a perfect film mm. and that's how so you saw be. it after reading the essay or kya like kaise no, kiya i i saw it before uh, after okay. i read no yeah, i, I, I read some watched, reviews and essays first you watched you didn't like then you read the reviews yeah, and then right. watched again mm, yes okay i okay. watched it i watched it i oh. i'm with a I have seen it like three times. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So no, but se- second time was ga- second time I uh, like I understood so, it perfectly. It went for from from what like one and a half to ten or whatever the score. Five. Is. Yeah, I, no, it went from two point five to five. Ah, okay. But yeah. what did you not Paris. like in the first viewing? Was it like a very because from whatever I felt, that why people like. because i wanted to reason ki why people wouldn't like a film like that hmm. because i loved it when i watched it first because i was like hmm. what is this movie it's like completely something else altogether like hmm. because it was like a shocker for me in the beginning because i watched it in my earlier among um, like in my earlier phase only when i was in college and first year watching movies and everything and 
it begins with something and it ends at something so it was like it was like something i couldn't define it in as something like very particular hmm. so for mereko ekdam aisa shocker laga ki okay oh this is a film that i that is a proper experience in a way like it's yeah. not something like i can define it as something very specific it's you cannot because you cannot reason a lot of things in it because unless you know about it so what did even you even if feel? you know about it i don't think you can yeah even if you yeah. what did you feel like what did you not like in the beginning like it's also uh, so it's the same thing for me but as i said i had already assumed that uh, i had already assumed that i know hmm. about films hmm after reading hmm. that uh, uh, screen writing book yeah yeah you know i am it was a egotistical decision you know so um so that it's the same thing for me yeah well, i think that's fair only no i think even uh, even when i watched it in the beginning i remember i watched it in two three sitting it's slow man like i know we don't we say slow is, is not a is. Uh, yeah. so not something you you can say in this podcast as a criticism but at that point yeah. in time it was it's really <laughs> really slow like this first act like seeing apes talking and like mm. or oh, whatever doing the thing without subtitles and all that like if if you are mm-hmm. not used to it and i think i saw it after interstellar so like my notion of like you know science fiction i was like oh this is like what why do people talk about this as like some classic that yeah, because exactly. my first my first takeaway was it looks incredible which was the first because mm-hmm. like uh, 1960s ka mm-hmm. picture i saw like uh, and i was like this still looks so good that was my main yeah. takeaway though like i didn't go into it thinking ki oh wow kitna like depth hai or like whatever maybe it's not a maybe there is little depth in the film but it's so uh, like i watched it in your cinema sanjeet in 70 mm projected properly like in in the best possible format mm-hmm. and uh, i still think there's like 10 minutes or like 15 minutes in the middle section that always feel too long uh, mm-hmm. that's when they like reach the second chapter you know match cut ke baad they are just like roaming around in space and like you yeah, getting yeah, yeah, used to everything yeah, yeah, yeah. Every... the space spaceship mm-hmm. and everything right so all that i found mm-hmm. a little bit too long but like apart from that uh, the stargate sequence and the last stuff is on and your i'll get to your big Mad. screen thing when you watch it on the big screen it, it really is. it really is something because i was like that, it, it's a horror awesome. movie for me actually space 2001 basically are that first tape sequence i might have just thought it's planet of the apes like <laughs> that's why people like it I, i thought it's an adventure film about apes and then um, i thought but and then um, the monolith comes and then yeah. you're like ye kya ho gaya but you know what yeah. actually i feel one should actually watch 2001 at a very young age hmm uh, yep you i feel get an idea of what cinema can be right yeah no not just like cinema wise i feel just as a just as an experience like because i feel if you watch it at a very young age like some somewhat like even like 10 hmm. uh, 8 9 10 whatever i mean you want I feel people to watch would be more 2001 at 10 years old of age yeah that's what i'm saying why not so i feel the the uh, kind of impact that it will have on you will be more like it will show not better choices i I'll, i'll show my kid <laughs> <laughs> they'll sleep sanjeet while watching it Do you know what no. kids watch in general? Kids, no, no, no. So 
you're you're talking too specific ki matlab children because now they're like too much of phones and whatever yeah. i feel they've lost that sense of you know that uh, attention span whatever huh. Huh. but i feel if you keep that thing in check and if you're and if a kid not your kid if a kid watches at 8 <laughs> i feel it will have a much more like a better impact on the you personality so. i okay, but that. but if you you would have watched it at 8 what do you think the impact was i think it would have been better. like because i started looking at films in a very much more different way when i like started watching like better movies like or different movies because at that point at 8 i was watching what james bond mission impossible no, and stuff like that balgane but... <laughs> 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 no but yeah. see my point is like i think you'll appreciate it more after knowing what james bond and all is like it's just like you know this is one form and this 2001 is like some other level like to me it was like mm-hmm. that like you know i've seen these mainstream films which are like great of course they are like a lot of them mm. but like when you see 2001 you're like what are people saying that interstellar is revolutionary when 2001 has been there like not to like this <laughs> interstellar i like interstellar fair bits mm. but like but but uh, 2001 like takes that mm. it is that <clears throat> ambiguous no like interstellar mein to there is a core exactly. idea of exactly. like mm. love mm. and everything and all that but like no here, i think also because from a very young age you you sort of supposed to have a consolidated answer to everything it becomes too easy for your mind to like be okay with a lot of things once you yeah. start looking at things in a very different way like ambiguous answers i think then your like capacity to think beyond a certain you, point also expands i feel you think I, an 8 year old my, will you think an 8 year old will do this yeah of course okay. clearly you have more cinema. faith in children than i have so i mean yeah. it's not like faith in children it's like the earlier mindset is what i'm like more i feel gets more well, uh, don't you like not remember stuff till experience. like till you're like 7 or 8 or something like that i remember a lot of stuff that i watched as a kid you don't Really? I have a good memory. I have zero yeah. memory wow. from from anything behind. I, I have a lot of memory. I have glimpses from when I was two or three also. Are you sure they are not like prodigy. glimpses from movies you watched and you just no. replace them with your memory? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Anyway, okay. Uh, yeah. So moving on to Yash's another okay. influencer. <laughs> My next film would be huh. Eraserhead. Okay. David Lynch. Wow. <laughs> when did you watch this <laughs> okay yeah. i watched it uh, i liked it and i watched it when i was 17 okay so wow. eraser had is eraser had is real and a horror hmm. film so i pretty much liked it but the what, first time yeah you stood in hmm. on the first watch hmm. but what changed is my idea of looking at cinema as an art hmm as an art form yeah you know mm. that's what uh, that's the major thing which changed after watching eraserhead mm. mm-hmm. is that is that the first david lynch film you saw ah oh wow okay because that's I the one people good i watched only two live. david lynch films mm-hmm. as of now okay and drive and eraserhead yeah i was about to say i went from malholland drive to eraserhead like i thought people always do that because malholland drive is popular and like it's yeah. 2000s also yeah right? i was so, malholland yeah but eraserhead is uh, is really some other beast i mean i i love lynch you sanjeet sanjeet knows i harp on about lynch quite a bit 
बट इरेजर हेड इज सो गुड इट्स जस्ट सो गुड लाइक दस वेरी एंड आई थिंक द वन थिंग विद लिंच फिल्म टू मी एटलीस्ट इज दैट I think people who uh, don't like Lynch films say that they don't actually have any substance, right? They, a lot of it's just mm-hmm. experimental for the sake of it. And I, for me, every Lynch film, maybe not Inland Empire, but I guess there also there is some like sense in it. Uh, mm-hmm. But like otherwise, all David Lynch f- films have like a very uh, identifiable core to them. Like I can like mm-hmm. core emotion to them, yeah. and then that core emotion you can take hold of, and then follow the whole movie however you. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Then it's fine. Like I am in for it unless I'm uh, because I have like a connecting sort of uh, emotional mm-hmm. thread to it, which is why I think uh, I really like them, and they are very I weird. Eraser Head. So I learn to break down. Oh, I literally, yeah. I literally break down a dream of mine. Yeah, because of Eraser Head. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all of it is like that only, right? It's super like yeah. uh, mm. you've you've not seen, right, Sanjit? And it is. No, I've not. You, I'm not have seen. you? No, I've seen. I've only seen, seen Madhuran Drive and Eraser Head. Yeah. Okay. Oh. How was Eraser Head? What were you doing? Eraser. How was Eraser Head? One of the few films that uh, is like cinephiles have watched. I thought David Lynch ka. Twin Peaks and Mulholland Drive and Peaks. Blue Velvet are the three things. Mulholland Drive is like a very common film, right? That too is like yeah. You, yeah, yeah. Just for that, credibility only, you have to watch that. Yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Someone recommended me this first wow. David Lynch film. I yeah. I don't know when I saw it. And I like it more than Mulholland Drive. Okay, wow. I mean, yeah. it's hard to select uh, for me which one is my favorite. I love Blue Velvet also. So like, yeah, there's so many. uh yeah so uh, i should move on to the next generation right? uh-huh. uh, yeah uh-huh. unless anyone has anything to say sanjeev itesh no okay so uh, my next trend would be mai bhul chuka hu bhi is film ko it would be <laughs> persona uh, what a what a list fuck <laughs> man this is like mouth yeah, yeah, wait wait just to put in context for people who are listening yeah she's barely 20 you're 20 now no yeah i'm 20 Yeah. At 20, your touchstones of... are Persona, <laughs> a David Lynch Persona. film, and 2001. Like I'd have like a 2001. So I think you most of the people have seen it like, like 18, Bergman, 19. Bergman at the age of 20 oh, is like heavy and the, stuff. And the reason I said I'm bold, because I saw it two years ago. Persona. 18. I mean, what were you uh, doing, bro? <laughs> at 18, Kalhona home, binge. Nah, yar. 18. Pe, what was I doing? I was. It was college, no undergraduate. Undergraduate. Yeah, yeah. Udaan, Udaan was eighteen. Udaan. Yeah. Agman to came much later. Uh, three, But three years. Still, later, I mean, yeah. I feel like it's just way too early to watch all these movies. Huh? Like, 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 like Agman to I feel. पहले से यू जस्ट वांट टू लाइक सिट एट होम एंड लाइक वॉच द सनसेट एंड लाइक व्हाटएवर टॉक अबाउट लाइक स्टफ दैट योर पेरेंट्स विल बी लाइक व्हाट द हेल इज रॉन्ग विद यू उस टाइम मैंने अरे बर्गमैन सुना था नया नया एंड आई थॉट आई शुड स्टार्ट हिम तो मैं उस टाइम एज ए इलीट होने के लिए मूवीज देखता था तो आई वेन इलीट सबने किया वो सबने किया वो द फर्स्ट नेम आई फाउंड वाज बर्गमैन तो हिज most popular film was persona so i started yeah. with it it literally changed how mal ye this is the most impactful film i have watched aur abhi main bhul chuka hu do saal baad 
I've read an article or something. Yeah. So mm-hmm. this movie impacted me uh, 2x because I just read that consciousness art- article and this film just hit the right spot. Yeah. At the right time. Mm-hmm. And isliye matlab that's why I'm hooked to this film as of now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. It's uh, I mean any everyone should watch Bergman. <laughs> I think I I, I, th- I would suggest not at the age of 8 though. At the age of like <laughs> Yeah, yeah. uh but everyone would be to come to bergman i mean they will yes. I, a lot of people don't like bergman which which is fair i think the criticisms for bergman are very mm. uh, valid i think uh, but mm-hmm. but we'll get to those when people criticize him i don't want to get to yeah. it now uh but yeah sanjeev you watched bergman yet oh I, no, no, that's my favorite him. film of the year i've like seen seven c like half of it and then i never continued sacrilege और और मतलब ऑलमोस्ट सबकी फर्स्ट ही होती है फेलिनी की एट एंड हाफ हां तो मतलब दिस मूवी ये तो इतनी मतलब इन हाउ शुड आई से दिस पूरा सरियलिज्म थीम है एक्चुअली इन योर चॉइस एक्चुअली आई ऑलवेज हैड लॉस ऑफ वर्ड्स एंड डिस्क्राइबिंग दिस फिल्म यू नो आई आल्सो आई वाज आई वाज कपल ऑफ मंथ्स बैक लाइक आई थिंक we had like posted something and i got like a lot of comments that people didn't like it and all that much hmm. it was Pele very, very surprising for me because i was like how can someone not like this film of all things i mean of course people can not listen to it that's their own choice i mean they can do no, whatever they want but isn't it just, a bit and half just feels like something people in general wouldn't dislike because the kind of film it is because i feel when i watched it in half although it is not i mean equally impactful but like the kind of stuff it was doing with just like camera and everything around like the characters and the whole dream sequence and all of that i was like this is i mean just like so so good to watch like just as like a watching thing only even if you're not like sitting and analyzing or something that you're hoping would turn out to be like a classic like type of thing like just just like sitting and watching something is just like a very good viewing for me yeah mm-hmm. i mean that's what i thought and then like when people's 
comments and uh, dms and whatever people? it is amongst someone we know us i'll tell you later i'll tell you later no, no name shaming <laughs> but you know this person uh-huh. continue most criticism मतलब 8 एंड 1/2 के लिए जितनी भी मैंने ऐसे क्रिटिसिज्म देखी है वो मेनली आती है इसके वॉइस ओवर की वजह से जो पोस्ट प्रोडक्शन डबिंग थी डायलॉग्स की और बट इट वाज नॉर्मल इन इटली एट दैट टाइम या 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 इटालियन हिस्ट्री उसके लिए पढ़ना पड़ेगा तो पर लोगों ने वो पढ़ा नहीं और फिर 8 एंड 1/2 में ऐसा लगता है कि आई नो आई नो व्हाट आई सेइंग इट्स सो अनप्रोफेशनल और ये वो तो जहां तक मैंने क्रिटिसिज्म पढ़ी है एंड की वो यही थी बाकी तो एवरीवन लव्ड इट आई जस्ट 
So I have to see a lot finish of Solaris? Yeah, totally okay. long way. Okay. Go on, Atish. Sorry, we, we are uh, barging in on your uh, favorites. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. should I move on to my next film? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. go ahead. Go ahead, Fatafat. Okay. So, next film would be The Apple Trilogy by Satya Chitre. Like, mm. anyone, you can pick Pathar Panchali to be exact. So, yeah, yeah mm. it's very simple. It's not something like very new or like, for me at least, Indian films are very big, so influential. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, पूरी अपुलट्रोलॉजी से मेरा मतलब एक डिफरेंट कनेक्शन ही है मतलब मेरे को लगता है कि मतलब मेरी स्टोरी है बेसिकली जहां पे बहुत ज्यादा वो हो रखा है क्या कहते हैं तो मतलब वो पर्सनल लेवल पे भी मैं उसको ज्यादा बोल लेता हूं अपुलट्रोलॉजी बट इट्स दैट कि मतलब वो भी काफी स्लो है कुछ हो ही नहीं रहा पूरी पाथर पंडाली इट डजंट हैव लाइक कीप कुट एक बेसिक प्लॉट है फर्स्ट वाली में नहीं है ना कुछ ज्यादा आई थिंक सेकंड वाली में तो फिर भी सेकंड वाली या वही So you watched you them know, all together, or how was it like, like one after the other? Yeah, I watched like uh, I watched Pathar Panchali, then two days later Aparjito, and hmm. like two days later the Aparson. Aparson, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, that. Uh, I think really what what he did with Aparjiji. I mean the like thing that actually hit me is are the emotions of how hmm. subtle hmm. they were and hmm. how impactful they were. Like they yeah. actually hit you. yeah and that i thought sometimes i couldn't like process ki how did he even like manage to pull those things off even like mm. i mean techniques and all of that i love and that's i think a separate mm. topic for some time later but just just the fact like even the simplest of the simplest emotion just carries so well to you as a viewer mm. and i thought because uh, I, i'm not going to specify the scene but there's this one scene where someone dies Mm. and the way it's like shot because it, it's it's a silent film there's there are no dialogues in in that sequence mm. yeah uh, i think it is knows what i'm talking yeah, about yeah yeah i know whoever seen that would know <laughs> and the way that scene hits you mm. I, i thought it was like marvelous i mean mm. and because i was so engaged in it i thought about it like days later ki you know that was so good and it stays with you for a longer time yeah also mm-hmm. patthar panchali was the film which put india on the world cinema map yeah yeah, yeah. usse yeah. 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 pehle uh, thi uh, thodi films par aise itna uh, itna uh, recognition nahi uh, tha guru das ka nahi tha kuch uske pehle ya nahi nahi tha ya raj ka kuch aisa recognition nahi tha ki matlab itna acclaim mil raha ho to matlab patthar panchali to main dukaan no जीते That's a Indian very boyhood. Entrance. I always say, I like if to me, I never connect with boyhood, but like 
this is like my sort of boyhood ka thingy in in essence mm-hmm. uh, uh-huh. so like malgudi days before malgudi <laughs> yeah nahi no, but i do love yeah. i love in that trilogy basically how it goes uh, this is kind of spoiling it but like it, i mean it, there's it, no it, spoiling it it's been there for like 60 70 it goes from uh, a child who dreams of being someone to an adult who believes that he is no one <laughs> that's the trajectory mm. of it which is yeah, which yeah. is so like it's like it's like you're autobiographing almost a normal person's <laughs> story like a normal yeah, person yeah, yeah. like you know it doesn't feel like the extraordinary hero who like gets whatever he wants and all that mm-hmm. and all of yeah, the yeah, yeah. are like so marked by like deaths all around like all yeah. of them so yeah, it's yeah, all yeah. like yeah and then his continuing through it i know i made it like very sound very depressing it's a bit it's not that depressing a movie Uh, no it's not so yeah, <laughs> yeah. i didn't even cry you know that <laughs> really okay yeah in pathan jaane i didn't cry i it just hit me for some time i was like if something like this happens to me if i lose someone somebody like this how would i react hmm and hmm. the entire hmm. teachers taught me that hmm. i would say hmm. how to react to a situation Yeah, at the age of seventeen and eighteen, to learn that is is pretty remarkable. Can I please tell you that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I'm in my apprenticeship phase right now, and my apprenticeship <laughs> phase is like next. Shadi ke baad. Shadi ke baad. I mean, hopefully not, <laughs> because that movie goes. That movie always, uh, <laughs> like to me, it always is the best whenever Sharma and Tagore is there, and then after mm-hmm. that, the whole existence, mm-hmm. whatever happens with him. in the pahad and all i was a, a bit like unconvinced by Ap- apur sansar is my favorite in trilogy oh you okay okay mine yeah. is pathar only or oh, anapari i really like apari mm-hmm. i i don't know i could define each one of them separately i think i hmm. view them as like one only actually uh-huh. yeah. 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 yeah but yeah go ahead atish oh my next film would be eight and a half by petrico feldini yeah maine so, <laughs> होता है ना कभी कभी दैट यू गेट टू ओवर वॉचिंग फिल्म तो मतलब इंटरेस्ट का लूज होने लगता है यू गेट बोर्ड और यू डोंट फील लाइक मतलब मैंने लाइक टू वीक्स लेटर और समथिंग आफ्टर टेकिंग अ ब्रेक आई वॉच एट एंड हाफ एंड इट्स सच एन एक्म फिल्म लाइक वन ऑफ द बेस्ट फिल्म मेड एंड यू हियर सो मच गुड अबाउट इट लाइक की बहुत अच्छी फिल्म है वॉट सर रियल एंड एवरीथिंग डांस कर रहे पूरी फिल्म में तो मेरे को काफी लाइक इट्स रियली डिफरेंट और काफी एंटरटेनिंग भी है तो मतलब मेरे को ऐसी फिल्म में पसंद आती है कि एंगेजिंग भी हो और क्या कहते हैं और एक डिफरेंट अप्रोच भी हो और कैमरा के नीचे उसने लिखा हुआ था रिमेम्बर दिस इज अ कॉमेडी वाइज मेकिंग वो है उसमें लाइक स्पेशली इट गोज इनटू अ प्रॉपर कार्निवल मोड राइट आफ्टर अ पॉइंट तो लाइक लाइक जब ड्रीम सीक्वेंसेस ऑन में चले जाते हैं देन इट्स प्रॉपर्ली लाइक 
carnival yeah, yeah. mode absolutely so yeah there was an alternate ending which was uh, far depressing than what what yeah. the actual uh-huh. ending was okay okay i need so to rewatch it in a half i think i just i, I watched it a long time back and i just i have like faint memories of it uh, but yeah, i, I have good memories but i even i need to rewatch it right yeah, remind me i will send you the alternate ending okay. send 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. i will rewatch it tonight <laughs> <laughs> for listeners if you follow this podcast you have if you follow it on spotify Cinedasty will send you a cut, the alternate cut. Yeah, promotion. Sure. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just giving them some some leverage. Okay, anyway, <laughs> it is continue. Sorry. Ah, so you know, yeah, Fellini. That means first film eight and a half. Like, I mean, first film is always happy, and everyone's hmm. like, "That first film is not seen. First, second film is not seen. Because the title is so meta." Yeah. Fellini has made his film for only three films. But I don't think so. I mean, first film is only. ियां uh knights mm. of kabiria or kabiria mm. not yeah. kabiria kabiria yeah. he, he goes from uh, a neo realist to an anti neo realist yeah yeah pura pura i think yeah but but maybe that helps in doing some of the eight and a half mm. ka jo bhi hota uh-huh. but i, I have no feeling mm-hmm. expert yeah go ahead yeah. yeah so my fourth film would be ace in the hole by billy wilder have you guys seen it yes no. great no. film So, so I've also seen my episodes and thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wo bhi matlab aise koi bilkul hi new film ya aisa nahi hai ki kafi different technically kafi different film ho ya god. But it's like what matlab uska aim kya hai? It's the media consumption ya media pura kya kehte hain? It's against that. Matlab media circus there's a literal circus in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wider is saying like he literally said fuck off to everyone through that yeah. film i even to the audience and also to the to the ones who uh, provide us with media yeah yeah so i think it's one of the first not one of the first there are other films but like it is one of the first which is a very like uh, sensationalist media and all that like a lot mm-hmm. of wo pura satire jo hai na jo like now we've seen yeah, yeah. stuff like people live and not comparing the two mm-hmm. i'm just saying that similar sort of jo themes hote hain aur recur hote hain baad mein uh dhamaka i guess uh, i haven't seen but give me some uh night horror hote hain Never, network, 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 network. No, it's still different. I think a little bit, but but yeah, okay, I, I, okay. same same. Joe B, boy, point boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, watch it. Yeah. Also, it's very good. It's very very. Mm-hmm. Continue this. Yeah, our love. Okay, relevancy be equally. I mean, the amount of time that he, his name is not going to be way way ahead of its time or something like that. That, 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 there has been no change so it's very real real so optimistic episode sunday yeah yeah but but tell me one thing what yeah. like i think i'm like deviating into a different direction but tell me one thing what do you think about the about the term way ahead of its time do you believe in it could be used only for metropolis <laughs> <laughs> 
by fitzlam <laughs> i don't feel, i feel no film is way ahead of its time i think when it has to arrive it arrives yeah if people don't appreciate that's mm. their problem right i mean film, no, but then it becomes ahead of its time no if people don't appreciate i mean so are you just saying that people are stupid and like people don't appreciate stuff so at all what's life, new different. man for that <laughs> i thought you were giving 8 year olds credit for understanding 8 year olds <laughs> who have not seen a lot get a lot of credit if you if they watch 2001 okay fine uh, this okay, logic okay. doesn't yeah. equate to me but okay fine i'm asking i just asked <laughs> but anyway uh, yeah. we'll move on to through yes, sir no no you no go you go ahead. okay fine mine uh, i don't know it's too <laughs> mine are much more low brown now okay like i think we should have gone first so that no. like it, the graph yeah. so you like just gonna go like that bergman like, bergman takovsky fellini kubrick nikhil advani <laughs> Nikhil <laughs> <laughs> so I think I'm just going to go che- more than changed. I think it's more like what got me into cinema and then mm-hmm. films that kind of just added stuff, which changed my perception of it. So I think the first film I remember crying in is Kalona. So mm-hmm. it automatically is a touchstone regardless of whatever faults and flaws it has now. Mm-hmm. I've not rewatched mm-hmm. it like in forever. I don't know how long, but mm-hmm. I remember first, like I distinctly remember first time going to the cinema and whatever, absolutely crying like anything at the end. And I was like, oh wow, cinema can actually make people cry. And I was like, okay, wow. Mm. And then my sort of fascination with Shah Rukh Khan started from there. And then whatever followed was, uh, yeah. And then I think I got into Bollywood most then. I didn't watch much foreign, though definitely mm. not. But uh, even Hollywood was very like back burner. types and then um uh, yeah, mm. like i i still whenever we talks and read about bollywood stuff that's why i think we both uh, you'll probably have one or two yourself but like we have like a very fond memory of some bollywood aspect yeah, right yeah. so i think that yeah, yeah, goes yeah. back to that idea of it um so yeah that's my sort of first introduction to cinema i guess in Bolly- in like bollywood and then after that uh, i think the big sort of where i was like oh wow cinema can be like intellectually explosive mm. was uh, inception christopher nolan mm. which is like i watched it the first time and i was like wait what like what is going on but i was like super into it i was like yeah, yeah. Uh, i was like wow this is like uh, for so many levels to it's super it might i again i've not seen it in a while but like it might be superficial levels of dreams but like the idea of it stuck so much that's one of the few films i've watched like 3 4 times in the cinema uh generally don't do that because uh, i don't mind watching films on the small screen uh but just the impact of it was big i think uh, how much mm. you can go apart, like away from you know girl meets boy romances and like whatever bollywood mein there wasn't like mm-hmm. something that sort of had that intellectual explosion in my head and when i watched it mm. i watched this i was like mostly hindi films are driven by just emotions right emotion it's, yeah it's a, yeah a certain emotion or a certain incident yeah and that incident also also leads up to an emotion it was like very yeah. because i think that's how our inbred culture has been in a sense yeah especially most of the northern india and like central india and everything yeah so i think it's very it's very rooted in that sense of yeah. of the kind of filmmaking that was more prominent that time now mm-hmm. though it's become now the people don't 
embrace the filminess at all in yeah, films. Now uh, it's the, of, the, the yeah. I mean, filminess being the the kind of stuff that we used to watch in mid 2000s, early 2000s, or even like yeah. late 90s, whatever you want to say. Yeah. Now it's just like more inspired by what you see. Uh, like aping the West. What we see. Aping, aping the West in any way. Yeah, in a way. Hmm. So, I mean, we've hmm. bastardized our own, you know, versions of, of making something. But I feel the course is still there and and some of the films, some of the films that embrace the filminess, they've actually done well. Um, Go according ahead, to plug, me, I feel. Plug, plug the movie that we've plug, plug, uh, plug uh, But anyway, uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to get too much into it. You, you go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I, I mean, what the only thing with these films is like, what more is to say about Inception? Like, there's everything's been said about it yeah, already. I think, but, yeah. but I think uh, it's also like one of. So after that, I have watched. Subsequent Nolan films, which is uh, Interstellar, which I find which is very good, but I find it a bit cheesy. Dunkirk, which I love, uh, probably I would say equal to Inception almost. That film is great, I think. Mm-hmm. And then Tenet, where I lost my mind. So, <laughs> so basically, what people would complain about, you know, the whole emotional hollowness of uh, Nolan films, right? And I think. Mm-hmm. From what I remember of Inception, I remember that there was something at least of an emotional core. Otherwise, I wouldn't have like gravitated towards it this much. Like I generally don't operate just concept. So like Tenet to me was a lot like mechanical. I was like, mm. I can't do this. Like I, I need like people. I don't need like physics, whatever <laughs> characters talking about mechanics of the world. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm checking out there. But like... Nolan has uh, been a game changer for many Indian teams. Yeah, yeah. I know, According I know. to my observation. No, I know <laughs> he he is very influential. I mean, I was a yeah. I I would still <laughs> think I'm a Nolan fanboy, but like I'm mm, I'm not yeah. one of those fanboys. Please, I'm not getting categorized. I, I was one of those fanboys. Like, okay. When I was yeah, but, 14, I have an IMDb review <laughs> of uh, the Dark Knight, <laughs> which is very embarrassing. So, yeah. I still, I, so before watching Tenet, I think I had revisited a couple of his movies. So Memento, I think is still fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's really terrific. Memento is, uh, Memento is fantastic. Yeah, I, Insomnia I had watched, which I was hot and cold on. Which I, you really I like. I think, Insomnia, I think Insomnia, yeah. Insomnia is, is something has grown on me over the years now. Huh, because I, I think I watched Insomnia after like the whole the time, uh, time Nolan. stuff. Yeah, then I was like, insomnia is just so normal when I watched it first. But then later normal, when I watched yeah. it, I was like, it's it is bloody brilliant in the in the in a sense of being like a crime thriller. And there's like a lot of stuff you can appreciate in that. I think. Yeah, uh, I don't think Pacino that's is there, but yeah, uh, it is there. I think you should rewatch it. Definitely. How many times have you rewatched? I watched it first time. I didn't like it. Second time I rewatched like recently, like a year back. Achha, okay, 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 yeah. okay, okay. And I don't know. Yeah, I thought I appreciated much more uh, when I watched it. The I appre- second you time. know which movie I appreciated much less of Nolan when I watched it the second time. Following, I really liked it the first time, but second time I was just like, this is the type of stuff which I don't connect to. Then hmm. it's all trickery, like narrative trickery, like puzzle box. Hmm. Hota na, what's the puzzle box narrative? Ki? Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. have to fit all the pieces, yeah. but actually emotional core usme nahi tha in following. Mm-hmm. So that movie didn't click, but. Inception, I've always been scared to revisit because I'm like, I don't want to lose the lose the impact it had on me when it did, which I mean, the main criticism against that movie is what? Uh, exposition, 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 exposition. That's it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
co- like it's very there is only detail 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 and nothing yeah. so it yeah i'll yeah, rewatch it sometime I, i'm i'm curious about do you not like it i've not rewatched it okay yes do you like it same for me i maine bhi rewatch nahi kari okay and it's i think i've only watched it once in the beginning <laughs> i haven't even seen it oh you've not seen it ever no is this some no. nolan uh, <laughs> nolan uh, whatever what is it called animosity or not no fondness of nolan no i didn't i never really loved nolan that way you see yeah hello like, bro moment <laughs> everybody loves nolan like it's the best director but i have this friend like hmm. in real life <laughs> my school friend and he <laughs> i shouldn't uh, start talking about him but like, mat he mat was baat kar lo aise na so wo nolan fan hai aur usne yeah. itna irritate kar diya tha mere, mere ko nolan ke bare mein bol bol ke ki maine kabhi matlab mera man nahi kara ki nolan ko kabhi main itna seriousness ke sath dekhu god every time god. i am watching god hmm. i have him in mind i i understand that Yeah, I mean, is that the is that your reaction to Marvel, Sanjeev? Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. Like that's what happened with Spider-Man so. mostly. Yeah, yeah. but I knew whatever. You are one of the few people who thinks Eternals is better than Spider-Man, which is uh, yeah, I do, time. I do. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's shocking. What is that? You don't decide what is sacrilege, please. What is the thing that I don't like that you like, Spencer? But that's not a good movie. Ah, <laughs> even that <laughs> is a sacrilege. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, any uh, order? Yeah. I'll okay. watch. I'll watch Spencer again, though. Anyway, go ahead. Anyways, we have we like so. These are the two sort of conventional, I guess, movies which may, which which reduce my cinema or cinephile cred, I guess, right? Because these are like popular films. No, it doesn't. Uh, whatever. No, like, I I still love Kalhona Hope. It's in my all-time <laughs> favorite. I love it. I love it. You've got fans now. I know. This yeah, is yeah. your episode. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, because the next filmmaker, you know, who's coming. The third, yeah, uh, I know, I know. The third big touchstone is wait, wait, uh, it's like the most predictable thing that can never exist. <laughs> But then yeah. you said that's why I told you. Like I've confessed the love so many yeah, times yeah, that yeah, what yeah. new will I say? But I've never yeah, yeah. talked specifically about this movie, have I? Uh, no, you've never. I've never, never actually, weirdly enough. No. But uh, so and even is, like you've mentioned the upcoming. I know what film it is going to be. That is why. Huh. So But anyway, uh, you you tell the name. So the, it's wow, Terence Malick surprise. Uh, the Thin Red Line, <laughs> uh, mm. which, which is uh, so, which is the movie which kind of mixed the two things, which Kalhuna Ho and Interstellar, uh, Interstellar, wow, Inception did. You know, mixed uh-huh. the two emo- like emotional and intellect both. You know, when they fuse mm. together, and you like come out of a movie, and I was uh, just like, which, uh, sorry, which film are you talking about? The, the Thin Red Line. Or- No. The okay, red line. Okay. The okay. war uh, film, uh-huh. which released uh-huh. with Saving Private. Man, it's a yeah. Uh, I mean, Tree of mm. Life also you can put in there. Both of them are there, but like uh, the uh-huh. Thin Red Line uh, is the first one because was I think more. No, because I watched the Tree of Life first actually, and what stayed with me more the first time at least was Thin Red Line and. I guess the it reminded me, like you know how you tell how you discover new forms of storytelling. In like in Inception, it was like oh wow, people can like think about dreams and dreams and dreams and dreams. In mm. this, it was also dreams, but in this, it was done in a way which was like very emotional and poetic. And like war films, I had seen before. I had seen like the conventional war stuff and everything. 
and what the thin red line did is like completely break that perception which we had talked which we have talked about in the case of like something like 2001 right where you're like mm-hmm. going in expecting one thing but in the thin red line there is no protagonist i mean you can argue I mean, there is i know what you're saying because but i have not seen this film but i've read some but you know what dunkirk so there yeah. is dunkirk mein jaise i know like, i know what no you're talking about yeah yeah so kind yeah, of like yeah. that and then then it's uh, yeah it doesn't have conventional ways in which people talk to each other a, lo- a lot of it is just voice over and i am generally not a fan of voice over but that film kind of just floated in my head and floated is the best way to describe how a terence malick film works for me honestly like uh-huh. it's the ability to like i think with his films and it, i don't think any filmmaker for me does this which is why i keep on harping on about terence malick uh i don't <laughs> need to see his films again they basically come in and out of my head like almost mm-hmm. every 2 3 hours in a day like images come and go simple very romantic notion but it, they do i genuinely mean it and so the point is that his films always stick with me in a way that no one else's films does uh and that like ability to like just stay there uh, in my mm-hmm. head is what i mm-hmm. like love about him uh and his work and i think that's something i've really looked forward to having with other filmmakers mm-hmm. uh recently so yeah i have I a, hope... i have a question i have a question yeah. uh, it's a very important question Some can an 8 year old watch tell them yes they can yeah. if they can watch 2001 they should watch it as a double bill with three, tree of life Oh, one okay. is a horror film and yeah. one is the most optimistic okay. film ever in a way well okay yeah okay you're done with your four movies i thought you're in movies a uh, fourth movie yeah. fourth movie is more like a technicality uh, which is like if you want was, to ha uh, no country for men baby i was just talking about it today with someone and then i was like mm. oh that film really made me think about how people like use uh, common narrative tropes and then like subvert them in very interesting mm-hmm, ways. Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm, when i first mm-hmm. watched no country for old men uh, and the ending happened i was like what the hell is what? this yeah, <laughs> exactly i was like where is the yeah, where yeah. is that gun gunfight where is that confrontation where uh, is my desired climax yeah nice I, well, you could many of the scenario ko don't too much oh you haven't seen not seen it okay okay no i haven't seen it we'll okay okay we'll Yeah. but so, abhi jitna maine suna i think i would like it it is i mean coen yeah. brothers in general are like a favorite if you like coen brothers it. then this uh-huh. is typically coen esque yeah. i mean okay. and if you like western the only coen brother film i have watched is fargo ah yeah do you so, like fargo? fargo yeah it's one Love of fargo. my favorites yeah yeah so you like you should watch more coen way. i think coens uh-huh. have like a very the fun also style, i think the yeah. very fun absolute fun yeah yeah yeah, yeah. This is easy watches uh, and serious, very a serious man strange humor or oh, so a serious man is brilliant it's so good yeah i love them yeah. yeah 
but yeah, i think coins in general would be a good uh, are like a big sort of uh, marker for me in just like how do you use familiar things and then play around with them which is a mm-hmm. thing i really like uh, in films whenever it happens so yeah yeah those four i guess uh, but especially number 3 on that list especially coin uh, brothers have parted there is no right yeah yeah but they in general it. they yeah parted part yeah the macbeth is yeah. joel no, himself i thought that was just for one film I, I think they've parted ways now. I I think now they're going to do separate things and what? but what? if you just just delve into a, lo- a little bit about their process though. Uh if you're really interested in coins because when oh. you listen to the process you'll actually understand the dynamic between the two of how it works. They aren't like super friendly in a sense that you expect them to be like they are a little mechanical. That's what I perceive from whatever interviews that I watched of them. Oh, they're quite mechanical. Francis McDormand is also very weird in interviews. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no no, in general life whatever they spoke about how they like wrote no country and whatever they've done mm. whatever a little bit because I was very interested in their style and all of that what they did. Yeah. And mm. it is it is very mechanical of but they like in their, in their approach they are also so, directors who don't like feels to... a little they don't like yeah. to reveal everything i think about their techniques maybe then probably that's the reason they because i watched mysterious. their interviews very early on because i was i had like a spree of watching their films mm-hmm. like watch barton fink a serious man uh, big, big lebowski, lebowski uh fargo true grit no country for old men born after reading like i had a like back in like mm-hmm. college i had like a spree of watching all these movies yeah. and then i was like fully into them so i was just searching and then i realized oh it's not what i thought they would Yeah. Uh, in general, so yeah, maybe the parting of ways isn't very unnatural of what I thought would be because no, earlier also this. I think I'm it was sad. only Joel Joel Cohen only directing. I think the earlier films credit because they weren't allowed to get uh, duo. Credit. Oh, then I didn't know yeah. because like I think uh, Ethan was more of a someone who was like a reflecting board for jo- Joel at that God. point. I think this is sad. But, though. I thought they were just like taking time off. I think yeah I think Ethan Cohen has has taken time off and they he didn't want to make uh, Macbeth either yeah yeah yeah, yeah fair enough so yeah then we'll uh, move on to <clears throat> my set of four movies uh, stuff that has impacted me so for me it it's more of a mix of what impacted me earlier in my age and some stuff that impacted me mostly in my college life because that's where i started actually getting into watching a lot of movies and everything <clears throat> reading about them and whatever came along with it um, but they've also impacted me in a sense of my in my pursuit of filmmaking in general um so it's not just like the stories that have been relatable to me but they've also been in terms of my expansion of knowing what cinema really is uh breaking a certain notion of what i presumed cinema is limited till but then there is more there is more and then there is a lot it, it still keeps expanding in a sense but these were like f- the first few films which really really impact me and to me it depends a lot of the kind of style of film picks as well mm-hmm. uh because Visual the style, style visuals visual style mm-hmm. whatever kind of style uh, mm-hmm. um the film picks because i think that reaches out to me first and then everything else follows later yeah. on which is also what mm. happened with 2001 uh mm. the style impacted me first the experience impacted me first and then the questions yeah. and what not came later uh mm. so my first film is um i watched when i was a kid 
uh, I was 10 at that time I watched uh, Laksh Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah, by Farhan Akhtar. Mm-hmm. Uh, so at that time, I was I wanted to become a soldier, like get into the army or whatever. Yeah. Uh, which the the earlier impacted film that impacted me was Border. <laughs> so I mean, but yeah. Lux actually did a lot of like bettered that idea of becoming because much. it was more much real and even though I couldn't relate to a lot of it because I was still a kid. I was like ten when I became eighteen. I was like, oh a lot of it still holds up for me because that's what i watched when i was a kid yeah. and the story was not just like a war thing. and i feel it's it's 3 hours long but i still feel when i when i rewatched it i still mm. felt everything held up for me yeah um and most of the emotions i mean this is more of the emotional film it still mm. impacted me as it did before the mm. music the score ritik roshan did you want to ape the what's the what's the main dance number in it uh main aisa kyun hu right no no okay. in fact the other okay. song uh, the the lux title track was more impactful for me than the, the other song the montage I, yeah the the training sort training of montage. and then later the kitni baatein song where baat, in the, yes, in the yes, bombings yes. I think it's like that's a very really wonderfully well. filmed sequence. Wonderful film, yeah, 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 the way it's mm. done. Because even in that sense, it's like a silent sequence. Only how it like moves around characters, yeah. the situation, the wars. I think I still think it's amongst the best war movie movies ever made. Also, in general, yeah. I mean, IMDb it's doesn't agree with to, you, but yeah. the movie is yeah. coming back to me. I I watched it like what six years ago. Mm. Mm. So, it's a yeah. it's a good movie. It's a very good movie. I don't have the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. love that Sanjeev has for it, but uh, I remember it as a good movie. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I also counter the fact it has like nostalgic value for me. So mm-hmm. I don't know if how will it hold up for people who don't have that no, connection. It's, it's that a very it's a solidly made movie though. I think like regardless yeah. of if you love it or not, it's a pretty solid compared to yeah, the yeah. dirt we get sometimes nowadays. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's. Do you want to mention the name of the movie? No, no. I said dirt. No. Yeah. Dirt. Yeah. Dirt. That's fine. Um. The next film that like had like the most impact of all things, mm. of all films I've ever seen, and now it's been like bastardized into memes and all that. But in general, at that the time I watched it was uh, Taxi Driver. <laughs> oh. Because that film was like a. So when I watched it first, I was I was like, yeah, it's a good movie. I liked mm. it. It was like a lot of mm. stuff that I really liked in it. But that film, after like maybe like a few days later, it just hit me one day. Mm. Like I was like, "Oh, Taxi Driver was that good!" Like you know, you have those mm. times like when films grow grow on you. कि यार मैंने पहले देखा and then one day you're like, "अरे उस movie में ये भी था कि जो मुझे पसंद है वो भी था." And then you you have like certain memories of that film. I think I've seen Taxi Driver probably like ten or Twelve times till now, like in 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 like I think seven years or whatever since I watched it, and I like the thing is, I mean, there's a lot to appreciate for me because that really pulled me into. I was I started making short films right before I watched that movie, but mm-hmm. that film was actually like a hammer to the nail. That I really want to make films, mm-hmm. and because I was that also broke like how Thruf told like it has voiceover and it floats. Mm. the movie literally floats for me mm. i mean the way it's been made like the way it begins it's like the camera is oh, floating yeah, the around on the screen i mean schrader does it in every movie now 
Uh, you but, know, if Fredo listens to this this podcast, you will be his favorite yeah. podcaster because he loves his know. film the most. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, so I I didn't even like want to theorize the ending or whatever you want to call that mm. because I feel, as I just said, the experience really matters. The experience mm. has like just like ingrained in my head. Like I can't take that movie out of my head at all. Like because it's. It was so impactful. The the Bernard Herrmann music, the Chapman uh, uh, cinematography, of yeah. course. The the I think everybody's shot that uh, the mirror shot of like mm-hmm. someone looking behind There's the car. The... But I think nobody has ever replicated the kind taxi driver pulled off. I feel because mm-hmm. I think it's just contextually also done so well. Yeah, and it, it, it has like very whatever is is. Taxi Driver and Fight Club, the two films which are very frequently misinterpreted by quote-unquote yes. film bros as being yes. about cool macho men. <laughs> yep. Right? Those are the two films. Yes, but it's, it wasn't the case with me. I mean, I was I no, viewed yeah, it I know that. on a I different level altogether. I know, I know. Because I'm not blaming you. No, no, I'm not I'm, tagging you as that. No, no, no. <laughs> I, know, I know what you're saying. Yeah. But I know what you're saying because I think not just these two movies. I think there are a lot of other movies which people. I think mostly men. Goodfellas, I guess, to some extent, right? A Wolf of Wall Street. Some people, I think, think it condones whatever it's showing. I think this, the, this would come as a shock, but American Psycho is also in this list. <laughs> oh, it's like some, oh, this yeah. is some people. Yeah, this is the some, model model man. Yeah. Like like they take yeah. it seriously rather than thinking yeah, yeah. it's actually making fun of it. Yes. Or like poking fun. Okay. Hmm. I mean, I think that's also because some people don't get the tone of it. I feel mm. Americans, or, are, but like for for taxi driver, they don't get the fact that he's literally the loneliest man in the world. Yeah, or like yeah. yeah. I mean, about, even though like, he says it, it's yeah. I mean, it's such a but, like the whole movie is so like sad. Like <laughs> there's nothing <laughs> glamorous about his life. I mean, that was also the on time I dropped watch. out of college. So, yeah. uh, so I mean that part on my actually. Travis Bickle was my. Uh, फिल्म <laughs> Legit don't care about anyone. You can like say whatever you want to tell about, yeah. talk about the film. I really don't care because I feel what I have my feelings towards this film because it because it actually pushed me into something else, mm. uh, like my, for my pursuit. Yeah. Because I was like, I can also make something like this. Like why didn't I never thought of something? Like I am also God's I mean, lone, go God's lonely man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in my pursuit. <laughs> This movie plays like this only that oh he's like me and by the end you see no he's not like me he's just, yeah. he's not he's no, not he's an anti protagonist but it's a fabulous yeah. fabulous film I don't know if mm. what it's I would also, have been as a person or as a filmmaker if I had not seen uh, I've not we've seen main sort of Shader stuff I think Shader does all this stuff very well though I think you yeah, yeah. you capture a man in a time which is super like. violent mm-hmm. and polarizing and then just throw the man Lightly in there first reformed anything yeah. Yeah. i mean first Even reformed is the other other sort of big 
Uh, yeah, Touchstone. You really loved it, also, right? We both. I loved. Love you you Disney, should. Yeah. You should watch Taxi Driver with Shader and Scorsese's commentary. Yeah, it's. I've heard. I, I, I have heard. I have heard. It's really good. Yeah, both I've of them. I've seen a lot of interviews and all of that, but I've never seen like both a commentary. Both of them are super articulate about cinema in general. So I think maybe uh, that's. Uh... You know who was going to? Uh, I mean, Shader uh, was co was a co writer with uh, Brian De Palma. At that time, they had written Obsession. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was like a very um, Hitchcocky, like the, his version of Vertigo. So you yeah. know Brian De Palma's obsession with Hitchcock and all of that, mm-hmm. and uh, with Vertigo, with Obsession was like a very conventional ending. But Schrader was like he wanted to do so much more, and he he had already approached De Palma with uh, the script for Taxi Driver. But De Palma was like, no, I can't do this because they already had like some disagreements. And then mm-hmm. you went to Scorsese, and then Scorsese mm-hmm. went like. How do you manage, like, how do you manage writing my story? <laughs> Which I was like, yeah, I mean, his cameo in that, his cameo in that is also very, very effective. Very. Uh, taxi driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, yeah. so, of course, uh, it started the literally me, me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he did it first. Yeah. He did it first. But this too is, uh, yeah. Yeah, I think those two will make a solid, solid double bill. Though, huh? The I know other Shader films also, first but Reformed. First Reformed and Taxi Driver are like absolutely. There's a world, Shader the and Scorsese film called uh, Bringing Out the Dead. Bringing Out the Dead, I love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 really good. Yeah. I I was surprised people didn't like Bringing Out the Dead as much. Ah. But Bringing Out I, the Dead is equally equal, effective. Equal, equal. It's, it's more mad. <laughs> same, I feel it's like same. more like drugs or because. Upper is Nicholas the, Cage. Uh, Nicholas Cage, he goes like a lot of places. He goes full Nicholas Cage, mm. but there are like things that they did in the film, like towards the end, which I was like, oh man. I mean, they went for something else altogether in the film, yeah. which is not just surprising, but it's like very impactful. That's in that sense also, like bringing mm. out the dead. But Schrader and Scorsese are a very good combo. Whatever they've written till now, uh, Last Temptation of the Christ and uh, even Raging Bull, I think. Yeah, but we whatever. Okay, we can move on to my third film. and this is another filmmaker who has been like a constant impact inspiration for me to mm. achieve a certain sense of a cinematic language which i feel is the hardest to replicate can i, I can mean you I, can i have two names in my mind yeah go I ahead guess. i mean you can take a wild guess uh, robert altman video show what's the other what's uh, no i am not okay. what's the Paul other thomas name? anderson Yeah, it's Paul Thomas Anderson. Okay, fine. Yeah. I mean, Altman and Paul Thomas Anderson have a very similar Sim- lang- yeah. filming language, anyway. But yeah. anyway, I mean, for me, it's like one can do, one can make a Kubrick film. Like, I think people have, people can have replicated. I think uh, uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer is, in a sense, mm-hmm. like a Kubrick film, even like the favorite by mm. um, and Spencer. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but but for me, what I think. replicating a paul thomas anderson cinematic language will be the hardest because i don't know how he achieves that sense of like the marrying of the characters the camera the the score the direction the writing it's it just flows i think even i mean something that is very similar has been also the the rays uh, films have that kind of flow in them the, a couple of them but this flow i feel has something of a, like it transcends i feel so i feel 
it is the hardest to replicate and the film that impacted me a lot is there will be blood there will be yeah. yeah and i can like have like a similar film which is punch drunk love which also impacted me but i'll just mm-hmm. talk about there will be because the i watched it before uh, i watched magnolia first no not magnolia uh, boogie nights Okay. which it felt like a scorsese movie like it was like mm-hmm. a very good impersonation of a scorsese film i was like oh, okay it's a, it's an okay it's a good film but it's it's like it feels like it's scorsese directed and then i watched there will be blood and i felt i have never seen anything like this in my life mm. with the greenwood score and the character and daniel de lewis was on a, on another <laughs> level uh, amongst the greatest performances of of all time Yeah. So yeah, I mean, for I I don't know what more to say about Derry Lloyd, which hasn't been said, but mm. just as like a cinematic language, just as an mm. experience of what it does with the score and the camera, it's the and I had seen Magnolia also, and Magnolia the camera is like whip panning and like dolling in like so quickly, yeah. and it is like the complete opposite of that, like slow camera movement, and this. and the character is driving the movie there's no plot in a sense to it it's just the character and you are with the character hmm. nothing that's an achievement PTA, pta is very empathetic with his characters yeah i have no, i have noticed it hmm. and yeah, yeah. very deeply connected with them like yeah. unlike any other filmmaker yeah. yeah because i think i mean he also repeats his themes and all that which are like a master hmm. protege theme <laughs> Yeah. whatever right. but i mean even with the master i feel when i watched it first my first feeling was i liked it but i don't know why i liked it yeah i don't get I mean, why i love that movie but i love it i, I watched it, it yeah, two three times now and i don't yeah, know why I love it. and the way it, it's shot i was like how did he manage it it's like what are these colors what is this <laughs> so it's just like appreciation complete appreciation for him i i don't know and it's another one of those films anyone can have whatever opinion about pt and i won't care because i have that immense amount of respect for this filmmaker because the what from what he achieves actually mm. and um, my last film i wanted to say inception but since you already spoken about inception i think my feelings have been the same about inception but mm. then i won't talk about it i'll talk about ugly uh, which is a another okay yeah. mm. um another one of those films which which is also very character driven number one mm. and like anurag kashyap in top form like that's mm, yes. like i feel his peak form like because okay, do you do you also no... think uh, it is better than gangs of wasipur in comparison to anurag kashyap most film i think so because it's like very Hi, like, I... super directed i think same yeah, because i, I think agree. there's no plot to ugly either it's like it's just like people are horrible around characters yes. horrible yes. characters and you're moving around these characters and mm. at all times you're feeling this person could have done it this person could have done it. Mm. and i think that's that's what he wanted to achieve and he achieved like marvelously mm. and even the way he shot it and everything and again coming back to the fact that i, I was in my pursuit in my early years of uh, knowing what i wanted to do in life um that was another film which impacted me thinking that i can also do that i mean mm-hmm. i could relate to the filmmaker in a sense he was mm-hmm. operating at such low budgets and low locations the filming process in itself became like my film school yeah what me wanting to know what i can be able what i can do i mean i have if if anyone discovers my short films which are there on somewhere on the internet 
they see the shots that have literally just copied from his films mm-hmm. which i was like oh i can i can do that and i just and just even though it wouldn't make that much of a sense but the fact that i could replicate them and have my own version of it was mm-hmm. more satisfying to me at that point so mm-hmm. yeah i mean ugly is is a fantastic film it's a thriller rewatch so, needed i think on my part i rewatched it before choked came out <laughs> <laughs> nice. Which was like the biggest disservice I could have done. I mean, yeah. so yeah, I mean, these are my <clears throat> four films that have impacted. I mean, there are other films also which have impacted me from time to time. I mean, Bomkesh hmm. uh, Bakshi and uh, the Devakar Banerjee one and hmm. uh, Inglorious Bastards also. But these are these you are didn't majorly... mention Quentin Tarantino in this episode. It's shocking. I thought there'll yeah, be I someone know, right? who will mention Quentin. Yeah. Quentin I mean, Tarantino is like the uh, he's he's a gateway to uh, yeah yeah Even Hollywood. Tar- I think Tarantino and uh, Nolan are like the easiest gateways yeah, into yeah, Hollywood because I think they embody that everything would have Hollywood been also has been about. Yeah, sorry, sorry, what? But it'll be that different. would have been too obvious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I love Quentin Tarantino fair bits also, but like. Uh, Yeah, I um, love him. Yeah, you to love him I more, mean, I think. But of course, yeah. Yeah, for like obvious reasons also. I mean, yeah. for whatever he does yeah. with with his filmmaking and all of that. Yeah. But uh, I probably would have uh, thrown it Edgar Wright somewhere also just to like plug it in again because I have a huge affection for him. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like in terms of comedies, because I don't like many comedies, so I always think that <laughs> someone who can make me laugh is like funny. <laughs> When yeah. when you mentioned Terence Malick, I thought I should have added uh, the Tree of Life because that so, also moved me yeah. in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a it is really something which Sanjeev mm-hmm. needs to see. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll touch Malick, but I'll touch very soon. Very soon, like it will happen out of the blue, and then you'll be surprised. Oh, mm-hmm. you watched it? It's like I mean, it's, it's not really necessary like... that you like it. A lot of people don't like his style, which is fair. Enough. No, I mean, uh, liking not liking is is. is different but, but many I, refer but many refer to it as a gateway to art house cinema uh, so, it is i mean this guy only uh, this uh, uh, nolan and david fincher have cited him a lot oh. nolan to definitely has influences from malick in uh, of course yeah interstellar yeah. Thin, thin red line and all of that also mm-hmm. yeah, thin red line interstellar both yeah yeah actful yeah for grass but, yeah. Or whatever going through the wheat fields and all that so yeah Yeah, so I think this is the end of the episode. I think we discussed fair bit, and one thing that also tells people about these movies is you can watch any number of movies, but like a certain set of movies are going to impact you mm-hmm. and your taste in the film, in films. Yeah. Um, and the idea is to watch more and more so that and mm. and try to discover more and more so that your sense of cinema. and everything around it also keeps on expanding from time to time yeah so it's not just you stuck on a certain set of films or a kind of films mm. um which mostly happens with, with hindi film goers like they yes. it's very tough for them to transition into watching world cinema in general mm-hmm. i think we've discussed this before as well but what happens is it becomes too difficult for them to transition because your sense of cinema is very narrow minded at that point but watching something will also give you insight into a lot of cultural ideas about a certain place or or a certain life or certain set of characters yeah, makes what you I, think... what i have seen in older generation is they are conditioned to watch certain hmm. uh, certain taste of taste in films mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so they reject 
any film well uh, any foreign film which yeah. they think is mm-hmm. yeah i mean that yeah, happens yeah. i think it's uh, important to do it more for people who are young i guess now because it's easier yeah. to sort of yeah yeah because yeah. you know older mm-hmm. it's also like you've been there and thinking about cinema in that way for so much so much of time yeah, that yeah, then yeah, it's yeah. hard to like change the conditioning that way but uh, to break away from it it's very much the whole eight years ki age pe you watching ma bergman type things and then you like <laughs> basically go somewhere else in your head uh, but yeah. yeah okay yeah solid solid episode i think uh, we covered most of our films that impacted us in probably the most <laughs> best possible way so mm-hmm. thank you to jash and nitish the silent lad <laughs> Who doesn't talk much thank but, you for calling uh, us yeah. thank you for coming in and talking yeah. and um, you can follow um, please please make sure to follow us on instagram at queens.queensdead.filmpodcast and follow us on spotify it really helps us reaching out to more people you can also rate us on spotify so that our podcast reaches out to more people and uh, you can follow yash on his instagram page cinetastic and itesh on his instagram page called uh, चौधे best funny material i've seen <laughs> thank you so all of the links are going to be in the in the description you can follow dhruv on terminal cinema he has a very good series about uh, wes anderson's very i got a message saying that we get your love french dispatch so you yeah. can check out his post on french dispatch much more to come for him you can also follow me on pixelova if you want to uh, but yeah this is the end of the episode thank you so much khatam This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye.